This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, my name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C. Feldman. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. I can't believe he's gone. Alec, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm really what's, not. What's wrong, Alec? He's he's gone. No. Who's, who's uh, you mean no. Noel Edmonds? No, yeah. From My little, little I'm Molly. a celebrity. Get me out of here. He's gone. He's been voted off the show. <laughs> okay. Now, Alec, I know you're a big fan of Noel, but you do know yeah. he's not dead. It's just reality TV. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's just so sad. So, so soon. We have well, so much more to give. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but you've got a radio show today. Yeah, I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to cope, to be, to be honest. Alec, you're going to have to pull yourself together and do the show. You know it's what Noel would want. Yeah, you're right. I'll I'll do it for Noel. <clears throat> do it for okay. Noel. I'll do it for Noel. Okay, I'm ready now. I'm ready for the show. I'm I'm hyped. Okay, let's do it. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock now. Live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. For Saturday afternoon, it's Alec Feldman. Hi, good to be on. Hope you are very, very good this afternoon. Um, this show, a sort of disclaimer about this show today. It might be, might be a little bit different to usual. I don't know. I don't know how it'll sound. It, you might notice a difference in, I don't know, in style, in content. The reason being, when I was planning the show last night, 
the Boltonian girl who I live with was sat with me. She was like, oh, can I help you plan your show? And I was like, mm, okay then. And so her, her influence has helped to craft this show this afternoon. Um, I don't know whether it's for better or for worse. You might not be able to notice the difference. It's still mainly, mainly me. But she's also tried to put a mark on it. We were brainstorming and she was trying to give me ideas and it was, it was great fun. But if the show's rubbish, blame her. It's her influence dragging the quality down. Um, but if it's great, then that's that's me. It's all it's all thanks to me. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how we're like assigning the responsibility for today's show. But yeah, the reason being, she was trying to convince me to to go out to some gathering with her and um, Jordy last night. But did I go? Well, you'll find out during seven days. Sunday. It's a Sunday. It was a very boring day. My weekends are generally quite boring. Not much happens at all, ever. Um, did some ironing on Sunday. Yeah, that's about the highlight. And I had some tuna go off on me, which is really sad because I was really excited for it. I saw it at the, uh, the shop, it was like reduced, so it was cheap. Like fresh tuna, like the actual steak, not like tin tuna. I was like, oh brilliant, I'm gonna have some of this. And then it turned like a weird green color and it smelled funny. And I was messaging my parents, sending the pictures like, can I can I eat this? Is this all right to eat? Should I eat it? And they were like, eh, probably best not to. And so I chucked it. And it was really, really sad. Um, and I couldn't have my tuna and I was just gutted. <laughs> and that was, that was Sunday. Ironing and disappointment. On Monday, it's okay though this ironing and disappointment was resolved well the disappointment was because I got Aggie at M&S on Twitter it's from M&S I don't normally go to M&S can I just put this out there I do not shop at M&S usually but I was just I was just in there because I was in town and they do have some good deals on fish sometimes but I'm not I do not normally go to M&S I'd like to make that very clear I'm just getting Aggie at them on Twitter like oi this fish was off and so it just gave me a £5 voucher, which actually was more than the fish was worth in the first place. So I've made a profit on this mouldy fish. So it's all turned out well. And with that profit, I got some frozen tuna from Sainsbury's and it was very nice. And that was the end of the tuna debacle of the week on Monday. Tuesday, Tuesday was characterised by the blandest meal deal ever. It was a very bland day in all regards. Just usual stuff uni home tired quiz shows actually i don't think i watched any quiz shows on tuesday but that's besides the point it's very bland i mean listen to this for a meal deal combination i had a tuna sandwich and some ready salted walker's crisps and an apple that was it i don't know why i was struck by such boring food choices i don't normally get sandwiches from the um, the union that's why they have rubbish sandwiches so you gotta you gotta work with what you're given. Rubbish sandwiches, poor selection of crisps. So that's just how it went, and it was it was very bland. I wouldn't recommend that meal deal combination unless you're incredibly boring. That's Tuesday. Wednesday was an interesting one because it's got to the point in the year at uni where I need to start thinking about where I'm going to live next year, and. Geordie, the Geordie who I live with, is, is very sadly departing us. She's going to America for a year. And so we've got two people to replace her who you might hear about next year, if you're lucky. And so we had like a meeting of our new 2.0 house just to talk about how we're going to get a house, what sort of house we want. I was the official scribe of the meeting. I took some notes, the official minutes, you know, everything that was discussed. I jotted down on my pad and paper, pad and paper, pen and paper. Yeah, that's it because I'm very efficient like that. You gotta get all the details in. And then had that. And then in the evening had like a little social, just like a gathering of a few people from the student radio stuff I do. All the people that do breakfast shows, we had a little meet up. There wasn't that many of us. I tried to convince loads of my like friends to go and they're like, nah, it's too cold, not going. But I was like, yeah, I wanna go and meet some new people. So off I went and it was very nice, but I could only stay for like 50 minutes because then I had to go to my self-defense class. So that says a lot about my priorities. I would rather spend my Wednesday evening hanging out with like a load of bald middle-aged men beating each other up than 
with people my own age in a pub. I'm not sure what that says about me, but there you go. That was Wednesday. I've grown to really dislike Thursdays because I have one hour of uni on a Thursday and it's a seminar, which is like a lesson. And it's always really, really awkward because A, nobody's ever done the reading. So questions are asked and nobody knows the answer. And two, just because the things we talk about are very difficult to talk about because it's always about like class and race and gender. And I'm like, I'm just the devil reincarnated. I'm a straight white middle class man. Like I have nothing insightful to contribute to this. And it's just incredibly awkward. And I'm not a fan of these seminars. And they happen every Wednesday. There's only two left, a Thursday. And there's only two left. And I'm quite happy that I will not have to experience the awkwardness for much longer. Then on Friday, I have a really poorly timed lecture on Friday. So I had neither breakfast nor lunch. Because I was going to have lunch before the lecture. But then the place I was going to get some lunch from was closed. It was really sad. And then by the time I found out it was closed, I couldn't go anywhere else. And so I just sat through this two-hour lecture on a totally empty stomach and then just made up for it in the evening by eating loads of rubbish. So there were very little vegetables eaten yesterday and lots of, like, rubbish. Not good. And the big question is, did I go to this gathering that Boltonian Girl was trying to convince me to go to? And the reason she helped me plan the show was so I'd be able to go and wouldn't have things to do last night? <gasps> no, no, I didn't. Only because OOB wouldn't come with me. OOB's the only other boy I live with. He didn't want to come, so very sadly well actually it wasn't that sad I wasn't that interested didn't go <laughs> so I did very little yesterday oh I also did rapping I have a career as a rapper now I haven't I haven't really mentioned this on the radio before but yeah me and my friend we have this tradition when it's one of our birthdays we make each other raps so I was spitting some fire last night onto the track my my um my rhymes were sick and <laughs> so that's how I spent my Friday night instead of like going out and socialising Interesting way to spend a Friday. And now we are on to Saturday afternoon, and it's me till five o'clock. Coming up, some secret Santa banter. We have Logan Paul on the Flat Earthers. We have a crusade against flakes. Plus, Brexit, Noel Edmonds exercise video, and friends doing stuff behind your back. All that coming up before five o'clock. And we'll have Mark Ronson and Miley Cyrus now. This is Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mark Ronson and Miley, that was Nothing Breaks Like a Heart, brand new music on Wizard Radio. This is Alec. Hey, hope you're good. 1975, play next. And now it's time for some some secret Santa banter. It's not really banter, actually. It's it's very bad news. Um, last year in my house, well, it was a flat at the time. There were six of us. We did a little secret Santa thing at Christmas on fake Christmas. It was before actual Christmas. And it actually went surprisingly well. Nobody found out who anyone had. It all went seamlessly. We had a little guess at the end, and we were all, broadly speaking, right. I got a baked bean tin. Um, we did once play a game on the show called What Do I Use My Baked, Into- baked Bean Tin To Store? And I don't think we'll play that one again. But it was very good. Very good secret Santa, I would say. The best secret Santa I've ever been a part of. And actually, the only one, to be fair. And so we've, we thought, okay, let's, let's have a go again this year. This year slightly different because there's only four of us and it started out very well we got in it very very early on the preparations i think it was like the day after halloween we were like okay let's sort this and we did the usual like oh let's put some names in a hat or whatever and we all pulled out a name and that was all fine i had my person everyone had their people all was well until oob he only went and forgot who he'd got And we were trying to devise all these really complicated mechanisms that we could, like, work out who he had without actually, without actually redoing the whole thing. And so we decided what we do is we just put a little, a little, like, it was a tiny glass, a really tiny glass that he stole from somewhere, like the size of my thumb, basically. I have quite a normal sized thumb, I'd say, if you want to visualize that. And we'd all write down the name of the person we had, but really messy messily so it's not obvious that it was us and put it in and that way he could see by process of elimination who he had that's just great and i i was the first person to put it in because he was i was with him at the time and he was like okay remember to do this i was like okay so i found the first bit of paper i could see lying around which was the menu of a chinese takeaway that had been shoved through the letterbox and i did that and left the piece of paper next to this tiny tiny glass um for 
the other two to do. And then, next time I come back, they've only gone and done it on a totally different piece of paper that's just plain paper, which means it's really obvious which one mine was. So now, OOB, he knows who I have. And we're just talking about the fact that now it's sort of been messed up, and now I know he knows who I have. And then, during the course of that conversation, he goes and blurts out who he has. So now, he knows who I have, and I know who he has, and therefore, because there's only four of us, by extension, I know... I've narrowed it down to two people, I think, who I who has me. And it's it's all just a massive mess. And we're sort of talking about this. And basically, everyone's getting really irate about the whole thing. Because now it's sort of been ruined already. It's, and everyone's like, is there much point doing it? We might as well just bin it off now. And it's caused all sorts of all sorts of anger and annoyance and, and pain. And every time the secret santa is brought up people just get annoyed again and it's his new favorite thing to do oob he loves bringing up secret santa just to get a reaction and it's sort of maybe kind of a little bit funny i won't lie but <laughs> it doesn't go down very well with um the two other members of my house and it's just a total utter mess up and i'm quite sad because i wanted a good secret santa banter and now there will be none because it's been basically ruined in its entirety by people not using the correct bit of paper and forgetting who they had in the first place. Basically what I'm saying is everyone is to blame for this but me. I think I think that works. Yeah, it's all everyone's fault except my fault. That's good. So if you are having a secret Santa this year with your mates, try not to mess it up like we did. Remember who you have and use the same bit of paper if you're doing an excessively complicated way of working out by process of elimination who someone else has. Okay, good. That is my life advice for you this afternoon. This is the 1975. It's not living if it's not with you from the 1975. That's really good, that. I always think it sounds a bit like an ABBA song, but in like a 1975-y sort of way. It's very good. Jonas Blue and Sam Fender play next. And I would like to launch a campaign this afternoon. Possibly even a crusade if we want to bring in a sort of religious historical element to it. I would like to launch a crusade this afternoon against flakes. Not the chocolate kind. I really like the chocolate kind. They're great. Against flaky people. Because for too long, flaky people have flaked willy-nilly. And I think it's time to call them out for it. This is the end of flaky people, maybe. Um, an experience that has, that has led me to this conclusion is is with one of my one of my housemates it's a very housemate centric show today i think this is this is a uh, boltonian girls influence really showing on the preparation of today's show and this does actually concern boltonian girl for she is a flake she is the flakiest person i know i think whenever you ever suggest doing something she'll be really really enthusiastic at the time be like oh let's go let's go it's a house down to like the bonfire night fireworks or the christmas light switch on and she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Or let's go ride the water taxi, the free water taxi that used to run near where we lived last year. She's like, yeah, great idea. Let's do it. I'm totally there. And you're like, really? You promise you're not going to fake? She's like, yeah, 100%. And then it'll get to the day. She'll be like, so, you'll be like, so, are we, are we going to do this? She'll be like, oh, uh, no, I can't, I can't really be bothered anymore. I'm too tired. She is a prime example of a flake. I think she can probably hear me through through the wall now. She's in the living room, so, you know, souls. But she knew I was going to talk about this because it was it was her her guidance to make this show. And I think it is time to call people out for what they truly are and say no more, no more to this flakiness, no more to committing and then backing out at the last minute. It is time to hold people to their commitments and name and shame your flaky friends. So that is what I would like to campaign a crusade against this afternoon. If you have any flakes in your friend group that you would like to call out and say, no, this is the end. I'm not going to stand for this anymore. You are flakier than a teenager's scalp. If that's the case, call them out. Name and shame them. Tell me like the worst thing they've ever flaked on. Just a prime classic example of the flaky friend doing what they do best and being a flake. 07807183538 is the flake reporting hotline. Um, at Wiz Radio is the Twitter if you want to report some flakes there. Or um, 
station at wizardradio.co.uk is the email address. Report your flaky friends, dob them in, tell tales, expose them to the world, because that's what we need to do to end the scourge. Is that a word? Scourge, scourge, the plague. That's it. The plague of flakiness. We need to call people out for it. So let me know about your flaky friends. I will happily lead the campaign against them. We could call this flake stoppers. Get in touch with the flake stoppers hotline and we will name and shame some flakes after Jonas Blue and then Sam Fender. That was Sam Fender and that sound before that. Jonas Blue, Liam Payne, Ponaroid. Hey, it's Alec. Afternoon, hope you're good. I've launched my crusade just now against the flakes of the world. I think they're a deadly evil that should be wiped out and I'm campaigning against them. It's Flake Watch. And that's what we're doing this afternoon because Boltoni girl who I live with is a massive flake. Um, we're supposed to be going to the cinema later, me, her and OOB, to watch um, that new Fantastic Beast film. Let's see whether that actually happens. Um, Sophia's been on. She has got in touch with Flake Watch saying, I want to call out my friend Amelia who flaked on me today. I was supposed to go Christmas shopping with this afternoon and suddenly this morning she texted me saying she couldn't go anymore. Her excuse, I'm so tired, I just want to stay in bed. Well, Amelia, I'm tired of your flakiness. Get yourself together. Damn straight, that's a very poor excuse. The thing with staying in bed, right, is once you're out of bed, you forget that you ever wanted to stay in bed. You're just like, okay, this is fine. This is normal. I can I can be productive. I can go Christmas shopping or whatever it happens to be. That is a very, very poor excuse. Thank you for calling her out, Sophia. You should not stand for this sort of flakiness. It's totally unacceptable. So I'm glad that you have reported this to the Flake Watchers. We can now just sort of guilt Amelia into not being a flake anymore. That's the idea. Make sure you send her the link to this show or get her to download the podcast or something. Just so she knows that we know. We know that she is a flake. I also quite like the idea of giving flaky people just chocolate flakes. (laughs) It's like a really passive aggressive way of being like, you're such a flake. Have some chocolate because this is you. You are the chocolate. You are the bar of chocolate that is really flaky. And then they'll get the message. Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, I was really rather hoping for another message at this point, but I can't. I can't see any. I've sent it to you. This is this is really weird. My Skype is glitching. What... Okay. None of the messages are coming through. Oh wait, here we are. Here we go from Archie. Oh my god. Okay. It's come through now. It's taking its time. This is really great for live radio. Thanks, Skype. You fantastic piece of software. Archie says, my mate Nathan, <laughs> slick, right? It's probably the most boring person you've ever met. Ouch. That's that's harsh. I'm not saying that behind his back. I like to say it to his face the whole time. He hates going out and doing anything and he just wants to chill at home. But recently he started this thing where he'll say he'll go out with you. And then actually on the day, he's trying to change the plans to just be at his house. I'm seeing him tonight, and I swear there will be no change of plans. We are going out, Nathan. Wow. That's quite cunning. That's not your traditional, like, oh, I said I'd do something, but actually now it's come to it. I don't want to. I can't be bothered anymore. That is cunning, just still doing stuff, but changing the terms to suit him. That is a very specific type of flakiness. We could call that, like, I don't know, the Flake 99. (laughs) Flake 99, that's what that's called now. A Flake 99 move is when you don't explicitly cancel plans you just modify them to suit you that is very cunning of nathan archie's friend very cunning indeed i wonder why like what's there to do at home it's quite quite dull go out see the world there's so much to do so many fun cultural activities or just like going to pizza express or starbucks or sushi or nando's or something i don't know i think yeah come on nathan mate See the world, live a little, and stop being a flake. You've been caught now, so you've got to change your ways. Zoe says, my boyfriend is so flaky. We're meant to go out for lunch tomorrow. Just a cute little lunch in town, and he's ditched me because it's the London derby. Let's get this straight. He's picked football over his girlfriend. Who does he think he is? I'm so annoyed, Alec. Please can you give him a dressing down on air? 100%. Zoe's boyfriend, um, you don't have a name, but quite frankly, you don't deserve a name because flakes 
don't deserve to have their name read out on the radio in a shout-out fashion because you are a bad person, Zoe's boyfriend. Pick your girlfriend over football. Football's boring. It's just some blokes kicking a ball around on a field. Okay, great, it's a London derby. Whoop, whoop. They've, they've happened before. They'll happen again. But if you continue like this, Zoe won't be your girlfriend for much longer. And so you won't be able to flake on her next time there's a London derby. Just go for lunch. Like, maybe just get your phone under the table if you really want to watch it. Phone under the table, watch the match, or, like, get the score notifications on your lock screen, and then it'll all be fine. And that way you don't need to upset your girlfriend by flaking on her. Now, that said, now I have given him a dressing down like Zoe requested. I was having a conversation in the week that in the unlikely event that I ever were to get a girlfriend, um, she would probably be, you know... Maybe the number two in my life after the, the true love of my life, which is this show, obviously. Basically because someone asked me to do something today, not in a date fashion. They were just like, oh, do you want to come to this? And I was like, no, I can't. I'm busy. I've got the radio. And my housemates were like, really? You choose the radio over like doing something? I was like, yep. Number one love of my life. So that said, Zoe, don't be a flaky boyfriend. Thank you. Matt, all of my friends are so flaky. The most annoying thing they do is pretend they never knew the plans in the first place. We'll make plans two weeks ago, and then the day before they'll be like, "Are you?" St- I'll be like, "Are you still okay to go out?" And they'll be like, "What? We never knew that plan ever existed." It's so annoying because they know what they're doing. That's the worst. You're trying to be all organised, planning things in advance, and the people have the audacity, the cheek, to just not pay attention, not put it in their calendars, and then pretend they never knew. You did know. You just conveniently forgot. Be more organised. Don't. M- fake surprise it's not convincing at all but also possibly the issue with doing things so far in advance i find the longer in advance you make plans the more likely they are to fall through just because you don't realize what other stuff you might have on at the time maybe that's just my experience but yeah so matt's friends you have also been disgraced on flake watch and the last one we've got time for is shelly shelly has a friend who always fobs off our plans by saying she needs to spend time with her family We rarely see each other because we go to different schools. And when we do see each other, it's always really nice. But it takes months to actually see each other because she's always like, oh no, I need to be with my family this Sunday. Grr, says Shelley. Maybe she's like a really observant Christian and she's like going to church and stuff on Sunday or having a Sunday roast. Is that what people do on Sundays? I think so. Family, I don't know. I wouldn't, I have actually occasionally used family as like an excuse not to do stuff, but usually it's because I actually do want to spend time with my family. I ha- and it's quite a rare thing that I would sack off a friend. She's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go, gonna go sit in the living room and read books with my family. Like, nah. Shelley's friend, consider yourself called out on Flake Watch. Thanks very much for these. I think we can do this again, every now and again. Just call out the flakes because it is something that should be eliminated from mankind. It's a terrible, terrible thing, in my opinion, and we should really <laughs> i was gonna say persecute the flakes but that sounds a bit no bit bit extreme we should call out the flakes until we have embarrassed them into submission so thanks for getting on board with this this is pale waves now one more time pale waves and one more time on wizard radio this is alec feldman afternoon imagine dragons coming up before four o'clock and now i have some flatter society news for you and you might be able to hear in the background, B.O.B. He is a very well-known flat earther. I'm not entirely sure why. Um, but this does not concern B.O.B. This concerns everyone's favourite disgraced YouTuber. That's right, it's it's Logan Paul. Now, I sort of have a vested interest in slagging off YouTubers just because I think they're, for the most part, um, talented, narcissistic, vacuous bores. But that aside, Logan Paul is a particularly bad one because of that video he did and he's just a terrible terrible human being and no one wants anything to do with him you know fairly rightly so i think and this includes a slightly obscure crossover because this the people that don't want anything to do with him include the flat earth society now you might be wondering what do logan paul and the flat earth society really have in common but apparently i saw this on twitter he attended one of their conferences quite recently 
like it wasn't an official flat earth society conference it was just a conference run by flat earthers i.e people that think the earth it's not round oh no 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 the earth is in fact flat two-dimensional you can fall off the edge if you go too far north or south or east or west or something absolutely bonkers but quite funny and he went to one of their conventions uh, fairly recently and lots of people sort of noticed this and they were onto the flat earth society they're like oh my god logan paul's a flat earther how can you be condoning someone with his views and his attitudes and his track record why would you encourage such a terrible human being all these questions have led to the flat earth society putting out a statement on twitter saying they the flat earth society the gathering point for nutters and conspiracists and crazy people they want nothing to do with logan paul because he's he'll bring them too much of a bad image let's just fully comprehend what that means logan paul is considered worse reputationally than people that think the earth is flat and you can fall off the edge he's that bad that hateful that they want nothing to do with him that must really hurt when you're getting rejected by the flat earth society of all people you know that you're really very very unpopular see they never had to do that for bob why can't famous flat earth supporters just stay stay friendly and weird with the occasional good song that'd be so much better so if you are logan paul it has not been a good week shunned by some literal idiots no offense flat earthers i'm sure you're lovely <laughs> that was imagine uh, no this is imagine dragons bad liar on wizard radio wizard radio imagine dragons bad liar it's alec feldman and it is that time of the week once again is connect four time everybody Woo! yay thanks for the enthusiasm so this is the game we do every time this week what that didn't make sense this time every week is what i meant to say just swap them around i must be tired um this time every week we get four words randomly chosen from the dictionary and you have to connect those four words in the most silly long-winded rambly ridiculous way possible sort of just basically just make up a little story about them that's what people usually do and the stories are usually quite silly they entertain me greatly i hope they entertain you and you have to get all the four words into this story somehow in a way that connects them and they're always really silly words and so let's get these words james are you there i'm here but not just am i here also, my Oxford Mini Dictionary and Thesaurus is here. I mean, that's what we really wanted to know. We care yes. more about the dictionary than your presence. Thank you very much for feeding into my anxiety. Um, I really appreciate it. You're most welcome. How is the dictionary today? Um, you know what? I think the dictionary is fine. A bit glum. But who isn't oh. glum? It's the 1st of December. That's quite exciting. No? Yeah, no, I'm not glum. I'm not glum. But I think the dictionary, any time you approach like a school holiday or a work break or something like that, the dictionary becomes a bit glum. Oh, very well. But let me just tell him right now. I feel like I should do this before I flick him. Yeah. Dictionary, we are using you right through Christmas. Yay. (laughs) No holiday for the dictionary. You are not going to be left behind like all of your other dictionaries. That's the spirit. There we go. Shall we start flicking? Yeah, get flicking. All right. I'm flicking backwards this time. Okay. Normally you start forwards and change backwards. This is an interesting change in technique. Okay, stop. Oh, actually, I'm not going to lie. I've not actually started flicking yet. Oh. So we're going to have to do that again. All right. Now I'm flicking. Can't believe you lied to me. Sorry. The background is really, not playing. Really upset. Okay, stop. Okay. Um, interesting. Stare, as in mm. gaze fixedly. Ah, not like climb up the. No. Okay. Stare, as in giving someone the creeps by looking at them, is word yes. number one. Let's go again with We're the going dictionary. Forwards. Forwards with the dictionary. Okay, let's stop now. Okay. Inspector. Oh, Inspector. I just got a vision in my hat of some... In my hat? No. In my head of like, like a massive nose and glasses and one of those Inspector hats. And you said that. So no, word number two is Inspector. Let's get flicking once more. Flicking. 
Uh, stop. Okay. This one is uh -huh. Kaleidoscope. How do you even spell that, oh boy? K-A-L-E-I-D-O-S-C-O-P-E. -E. Kaleidoscope. Thanks for helping with that, I actually didn't know. That's a, that is a complicated one to get in, okay. Stare, Inspector, Kaleidoscope, and let's have one more. In reverse? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do reverse. Okay. Reverse, reverse. Like in the uh, <laughs> the just slide. Never mind, stop. Okay. Well, that one was quite a long one. We ended up in H. Ooh. Healthy. Healthy. Oh, fantastic. Wait, was it healthy or was it health? I don't know. I can't see, can I? Oh, wait, I'm going to have to find it again. Oh, no. All right, it's fine. I'm, I'm back in H. Um, Take oh, no, time. Right. Not like we've got health. the news or anything. I know, it, it's actually... It's either. Let's stay with healthy. It's got health and healthy in it. Okay. Healthy it is. Brilliant. So those are your four words for Connect Four this week. Stare, inspector, kaleidoscope, and healthy. Connect those four words in the longest way you possibly can. Really long, really long-winded, really, ram really rambly. There we go. I can talk. Send them in to me. 07807183538 on the text or facebook.com slash wizardradio station at wizardradio.co.uk with your connect for connections this afternoon we'll do that just before five o'clock and coming up next we have Anne marie and a christmas song which one will it be i'll be honest i don't think it's a very good one but we'll play it off the news one minute past four live from his parky student room in leeds city center Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio. That was Sia. Santa's coming for us. Everyone's favourite classic Christmas song, right? Yeah, I know. And before that, we started off the hour with Amri. Perfect to me. Hey, it's Alec. Hope you're good. Um, so, we mentioned this at the start of the show. Spoiler alert. Sorry if um, you haven't seen it yet, but I'm a celeb. Noel, he got voted out. I'm gutted because as is very, very, very well documented on this show, I love Noel Edmonds. I think he's a fascinating human being. If I could do a degree in like Noel Edmonds studies, just trying to understand the man behind the hair and the beard, I totally would. Because he's just, he's bizarre and weird in so many ways. So I can't go through them now, but it'll take too much time. But the latest way in which he's weird is this week he was talking about his exercise routine and how he likes to do exercise, how he keeps fit. Because for a man of his age, he's quite old, like 69, going on 70. He's in all right, Nick. I've seen a few people actually on Twitter and stuff saying they sort of fancy him a bit. I don't, I don't fully get that personally, but he's in all right, Nick. So good for him. And he was talking about how he does this. And the way he does this is a specific exercise routine that concerns him exercising very slowly in the dark. I know, like, no lights on, can't see a thing, pitch black, in the dark. And this got me imagining, it really got the creative juices flowing. What would it be like if Noel Edmonds were to release an old school, like, 90s exercise video DVD thing? And so I'd like to just imagine that right now. So, um... Let's get let's get some music on and we can hear what it would sound like if Noel did his own workout DVD. Okay. Welcome to me, Noel Edmonds, in my physical appeal or no physical appeal workout DVD. Come on, let's go. Let's get doing those warm-ups. Ten press-ups. Down and up. Down and up. Come on. I've seen Mr. Blobby move faster than this. Come on, you can do this. Now, get up. Give me some star jumps. I want to see those star jumps. Nice and big, like those big balls of energy that like to follow people around that I can see in photos. No one else can see them, but I can, because I'm Noel Edmonds. Come on, star jumps. Faster. Come on, you can do this. Gotta, gotta work this thing out. Yeah. Nice star jumps. Can you feel the burn? Really? Yeah. I'm glad. Nice work. Okay, let's keep this moving. Now. Okay. How you doing? Breaking a sweat yet? I've seen sweaty contestants on Deal or No Deal. Come on. You can do this. 
In fact, this is the theme tune to my own television show. Come on, work out to it. Faster, harder. You can, you can do this. Come on, you. Oh, another one of my classic theme tunes now. I want to see you doing some running on the spot. Come on, you can do this. Get those legs going, get those arms going, running on the spot to the theme tune to Noel's House Party, my show from the 90s. Come on, let's work out hard. Feel the burn. Yeah, you can do it. Good running, faster. Get going faster. I want to see those feet pounding on the ground. Come on. Yeah. And finally, it's time for the cool down to Mr. Blobby. I just want to see some stretches. Stretch out your arms. Stretch out your legs. Come on. I want to see arms above your head, reaching up to the sky as far as you can go. Now out to the side. Make yourself as wide as Mr. Blobby. Nice cool down. And then we can finally stop. And that is your workout. Oh, oh God. Oh no, I've just trodden on something. Oh, I think I stepped on a plug. Oh, goodness sake. I knew it was a bad idea doing this exercise without the lights on. Oh, I can't see a thing. Ah, my foot. Oh, it kills. Oh no. Oh, oh God, I just knocked something over. Oh no. Oh, everything's going everywhere. Oh dear. Oh, bad exercise. Oh God. Oh dear. Mahalia and Koji Radical with One Night Only. This is Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman for Saturday afternoon. Hello, hello and hi. Another Alec, Alec Benjamin, will play next. We're not the same person. I'm sure you might you might be confused and think I have a lovely singing voice. Um, it's not me, but he plays next on Wizard Radio. For now, though, let's tackle all the big issues of the day. So far in the show, we've done flaky people. We've done Logan Paul and the Flat Earthers. We've done Noel Edmonds. And now let's move on to the really big beasts. Brexit. Oh, yes. Let's have some some high-level Brexit conversation right now. Because um, it's all sort of an even bigger mess at the moment. Every day that goes by, the whole Brexit situation just gets messier and messier. Not not looking good for Theresa May. That's my my profound and precise analysis. But to try and sell this this deal she's come up with for us to leave the EU, to try and sell it to like the general public, she wants to do a TV debate. And so she like she challenged Jeremy Corbyn, who's like her opposition, her rival. She's like, yo, Jez, debate me, fam. Take me on TV. I will take you down and we can talk about Brexit. Sort of half expecting him to go, um, no, thank you. I don't think I'll be doing that. And then... Jezza Corbyn, he was like, nah, I'm I'm down for this. I'm going to take the bait and you, Theresa May, are going down. You're going downtown to, I don't know, South London, maybe. And so they both agreed to do this, this debate on the telly where they talk about Brexit, which is a sort of interesting concept just to start with because the Labour Party don't really have a Brexit policy. It's sort of a bit like, hmm, yeah, we just do it better than you because we're better than you. That's what they say. But anyway, the complications, as soon as he agreed the complications began, she was like, yeah, we can do it on like ITV. Um, we can just take questions and debate each other. But then the BBC's like, actually, no, we've sort of had an idea about this as well. Maybe you can come on our, our channel and take questions from the general public instead of an interviewer. But then another issue that's come up with both of those things is that they have really busy like Sunday night schedules. They want to do it on a Sunday night. You've got I'm a Celeb on, you've got X Factor, you've got Doctor Who. And so there's nothing anyone really wants to cancel just to watch two politicians going at each other about something they sort of agree on because it's impossible to come up with anything else. No one, surprisingly, wants to cancel their shows for that absolute bore fest. But they've sort of found they've found a way and they've found a way now, but they still can't agree on what channel to go on because Jezza C, he wants ITV for some reason. And Theresa May, the actual Prime Minister, she's like, no, let's do it on the BBC. And they can't agree. And everyone's just getting annoyed about the structure of the debate. Before they even have the debate, they're just talking about how they have the debate. But it's okay. It's all a bit messy, but I have a solution. I have the answer to this problem. They both have their own way. Everyone can be happy this way. 
Jerry Corbyn can go on ITV, we can have Theresa May on the BBC, and then if you want to work out what they're saying to each other, you just have to switch channels every time the other's talking. So when you're watching like Theresa May, she'll say whatever it is she says, you know, Brexit means Brexit. We're going to make a success of it. I got a deal. You have to take the deal. No deal is better than a bad deal. But actually now my deal's better than the no deal. But anyway, my deal's good. And then just silence as she stares at the screen, saying nothing. Whilst Jeremy Corbyn says his bit. Then you change the channel. You go on to ITV where he's talking. He's talking about, I don't know, Tories out, end cuts, or whatever it is he usually says. And then when he's finished, he just stares at you in a slightly unnerving way. And you switch back to the BBC where Theresa May's on again. She's like, mm, but you spent all the money. Uh. And then she, once again, silence and uncomfortable staring. And he goes back on. Yeah, but you hate poor people. And so on and so forth. That's how it's going to go. But it also means that people will never have to hear opinions they disagree with. Because that's sort of what's happened now. It's really sad, I think. But from like social media people live in echo chambers they only see opinions from people they agree with this would just be an extension of that because you'd only have to watch the channel with the person you agree with she was like oh wow Theresa May is rubbish in this debate without even hearing what Theresa May's had to say I think this is the perfect solution it will mean everyone is happy except maybe the people that wanted to watch like I'm a celeb and Doctor Who but apart from that this is a great new debate format and I think I've got it nailed it's a bit like you know when like the Wimbledon's on or the football or something but then it switches to BBC Two. They're like, okay, now on BBC One, it's time for the news. So go to BBC Two to watch the rest of this match. It could be like that, I think. I think I've solved it. You are so welcome. And once again, just to remind you, this this is not me singing. This is Alec Benjamin, who's infinitely more talented than I am with Let Me Down Slowly, Wizard Radio. That was Alec Benjamin, Let Me Down Slowly, Wizard Radio. I'm really getting behind Alec because he's got the same name as me. He has to do well. I'm really invested in his success because I want there to be more more prominent Alex in the world so people don't get my name wrong all the time. Freya Ridings and Halsey coming up soon. Now, once again, I'm, I'm calling out one of my housemates. Like I said, very housemate heavy today's show. The stories and complaints about them. Before we had a complaint about um, the Boltonian girl because she's really flaky. Although, I have heard, I've had word in that she will not be flaking on the cinema trip tonight. We are going to see the new Fantastic Beasts at like 8pm, so that's very exciting. I've actually made her follow through on some plans. Whoop, get in. Um, so it's a nice little house outing, except the Geordie, because she doesn't like watching things that can't happen in real life. Yeah, I don't know. So, she, I'm fine with her now, because thanks to Flake Watch, I have successfully stopped her being a flake. But now I'm I'm turning my my fury, my wrath, to another person. This person is OOB, the only other boy I live with. <clears throat> he sort of got that nickname when there were six of us and only two boys. But now there's two boys, two girls. It's not quite as good a nickname, but it's stuck. That's his radio nickname. Not in real life, just for this show. Um, he is... Well, he's going through a bit of a hard time recently. Because... I mean, I'm not going to go into too many details, basically, he, he's, him, him and his girlfriend broke up. And so he's decided he wants to go for a whole, a whole new look. He's going to rebrand himself. He's going to become a new man. And traditionally, OOB has had very long, shaggy hair. Think maybe like 2010 Justin Bieber. The sort of haircut that most of my friends had when they were in year seven. And then by mid-year eight, they'd gone. He never had that mid-year eight moment of realisation. And he just kept it, and kept it, and kept it. And he's had really long hair for all those years. For the entire time I have known him, he's had this really long, shaggy, Justin Bieber-style hair. Until recently when he decided, in the process of becoming a brand new person, he was going to, to shave it all off. New haircut for a new man. Get rid of the shaggy dog hair and get like a sort of cropped army-style haircut, at least as an experiment. And I was really enthusiastic about this because I am capable of cutting hair. I do, on a regular basis, cut my own hair. I have all the kit. I have clippers. I have scissors. I've got all the little, like, um, I don't know what we call them. The little things you put on the end of the clippers to make it a different length. You know, like a one or a two or a three or a four. I've got all of them. And I was like, oh my god, please, please, please let me do it. Let me cut your hair. And I was so excited because four years I've had these clippers and I've been able to cut hair. Four years, not once has anyone ever let me loose anywhere near their hair. And so I was so, so excited by this prospect of being allowed to actually cut someone's hair. And 
I was really looking forward to it. I went out and got like a newspaper, not to read, just so I can use the newspaper to put down on the floor so we don't make a mess with all the hair. So there would have been a lot of hair. And I was so hyped for this. And I was all ready on Monday evening for him to come in and be like, okay, right, are we doing this? Let's cut your hair. Let's get it all off. Before I got the chance to do that, he comes in and he goes, I think I've made a bit of a rash decision. And he takes off his beanie hat. And lo and behold, he's only gone and got it done professionally. Like, what the hell? Why? Why have you Why have you done this to me? I was so excited to cut your hair. And then you sell me out like a snake and go to like an actual professional barber who knows what they're doing. I'm doing air quotations. You can't see that, but I'm doing little things with my hands like, ooh, professional barber. Why would you want a professional barber that is trained when I could do just as good job with no training, no experience, but some hair clippers for free? And I was so disappointed because I'm never going to get a chance like that again, or at least not for a very long time, where someone is willing to let me cut off all of their hair. And I was gutted. I'm so gutted. So I would like to know this afternoon, when your friends have done stuff, and you were going to do it together, and then you find out they've done it without you. Maybe sort of like Netflix cheating. That's one example, but there's many other ways. When have your friends done that to you? They have baited you out. They have snaked on you. They've done something behind your back and you were going to do it together and then they sneaked off and did it without you. Let me know. 07807 183 538 is the number you can text me on or on Facebook. Send me a message on there. We're facebook.com slash wizardradio on email as well. Station at wizardradio.co.uk is the email address. When have your friends been snakes and done something you were going to do together without you? Let me know. I'll play Freya Ridings next. Before that, I've done some research. This is highly accurate research. I pride myself on my research skills because I like to teach you some interesting knowledge, some new facts about artists that you might not know. They're all 100% accurate. They're all correct. They're all true. They're verified because I've found them out myself. So should we find out in the 60 second guide more about Freya Ridings? Freya Ridings is a county in northern England. It's in the historical region of Yorkshire. You've got the North Riding of Yorkshire, the West Riding, the East Riding, and the Freya Riding. Um, the Freya Riding of Yorkshire is known for its beautiful scenery and rolling hills, as well as being home to the UK's first windmill. Whilst this windmill is of historical interest, um, unfortunately it doesn't actually turn, and it never has, because it was built in a valley and there's no wind. Nonetheless, the windmill taught a valuable lesson to future windmill builders. In addition to the windmill, other attractions in the Freya Riding include the Museum of Shadow Puppets and a very large puddle. It's home to 50 churches, a cathedral, four train stations, and one secret nuclear testing facility. And the biggest employer in the freight riding is actually the job centre. Um, since the 80s, they've reached a sort of equilibrium where all the job seekers are employed by the job centre, but then they're immediately made redundant because there are no more unemployed people because they all work at the job centre, and then they're rehired to deal with the increasing job seekers. And that's freight ridings in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman, comedy bronze at least, or your money back. That was Halsey and Without Me on Wizard Radio before that Freya Ridings and Lost Without You. Hey, how's it going? Mars Mikulski here at five. Before then, it's me, Alec, and we've got Connect Four coming up in about 10 minutes' time. First, talking about when your friends have been snakes and you're planning on doing things together, and then they've gone off behind your back and done it without you, like the terrible human beings that they are. I'm basically using today's show as a vehicle to to express minor grievances with people. This is because um, OOB, who I live with, he shaved his head and I was going to do it. And then he got it done by an actual real-life barber. Um, Paige has said, You just reminded me about Netflix cheating, Alec. One of my friends and I were watching Riverdale together. And one weekend, she literally watched the whole of season two without me. I was so upset with her. It's my favourite show, but it kind of sucks now. I don't have someone to watch it with. No! Oh, that's the worst. Are you going to like, are you going to wait until you've caught up with her and then resume your Riverdale watching relationship? Or are you just going to say, no, this is over. Once a cheater, always a cheater. We're done. We're done, friend who has no name. We're not, we can't do this anymore because you are a dirty, dirty liar and a cheat of this world. You should be getting down to this sick beat and those that's taylor swift got confused sam says this is no joke of course not this is no laughing matter it's a very serious matter my best friend went behind my back and stole the girl i wanted to date 
No, I asked him to ask her if she liked me in that way. And then that evening, I went on Instagram and they had coupled up. I was so upset. Heartbroken. Oh, that's quite sad. Yeah. I don't know whether there are like rules about that. Is there a boy's code? Or is it just sort of, you know, people want what they want? I, I've never been in that situation, funnily enough. So I have no idea. Um, James Gilmore, do you have an insight for this topic yeah. of conversation? Firstly, hey. there is definitely a boy's code. Okay. It's too rude to say on air, but it's bros before girlfriends. Yes. So that very thing, Sam, happened to me. <gasps> oh, no. A story yep. of loss and sadness. I think I must be in year seven or year eight. And, and you clearly, my tutor clearly over it by now. Yeah, clearly. A girl in my tutor nine group. Nine years later. A girl in my tutor group who I was like, we would make a good couple. Mm. And I asked my best friend to ask her if she liked me in that way. In that I way. go on Facebook. This was about nine years ago, so it was Facebook. Yeah, um, not Bebo. Not, no, not Instagram. Friends and reunited. They are in a relationship. Oh, no. And when I say... I used the word, you stab me in the back, I will literally stab you in the back. I said that <laughs> so many times. It was good idea that I didn't sit with him for lunch that day. Um, mm. But they only dated for like three days anyway. Um, but, very and then seven. he told me that she said, no, I don't like James, but I like you. Oh, ouch. But the man code would say, you don't, you don't date her if you know your friend likes her. Okay, that's some good a good life lesson there. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your traumatic experience. Just I'm just still for upset. That life lesson. I'm I can upset. tell. Are you are you still friends with this dude now? No, but not because friends... of that. Oh, I'm not <laughs> friends with him because he's a bit. How do we say? Overbearing. Ooh, the opposite of flaky. The almost too opposite of flaky. And I just Interesting. Thought, I need to imagine young James. Needs to fl- mm. needs to spread his wings, you know. Flee- like young Bane. F- yeah, flee the nest. Uh, I don't know what I mean when I say young James. I'm still young James, but younger James. You know what I mean. Mm. Still understood. You know, still trying to get to grips with running a radio station. Even back in those days. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I have I have just the song for you to get over that really traumatic experience nine years ago. What song is that? Do you want Do you want some Ariana Grande to make oh, you feel better? Thank you. Next. You're, thanks. <laughs> well, messy. Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next on Wizard Radio, a video came out for that yesterday. I haven't got around to seeing it yet, but I've been told it is exceptional. A couple more on that um, friends doing things behind your back because I've got some really good messages in, like from Victoria says her school has this girls football club after school but in her school it's a big thing to be a part of it it's basically the equivalent of being a cheerleader in america and um victoria and her best friend she said she says i thought we were best friends we're gonna join it and get matching kits uh, but then she went and bought a really expensive kit behind my back like an official premier league football kit and she can't remember what team it's for um and i was left buying a rip-off kit because i couldn't afford it so sad we're not friends anymore oh that is that is really sad. But also, surely if it's a if it's a school football team, you'd all be wearing the same football kit. Surely, if one of you's wearing like an Arsenal kit and one of you's wearing a Wigan Athletic kit, it'll look a bit out of place, maybe. But that is a big disappointment and a very very poor display of friendship by Victoria's friend. So I'm glad you have been to off. A hundred percent deserved, I think. <laughs> I can really empathise with your pain. Alec, how do you spell betrayal? Um, why do you ask? But no, because the next message I want to send you, she spelled betrayal wrong, and I just don't know how to spell it. Okay. Is it really that important? I could probably work it out for myself. How do you spell betrayal? B-E-T-R-A-Y-A-L. R-A-Y? I think so. A-L. Why? No, that's not how you spell betrayal. How weird this. Wo- oh, okay. It's I was missing an A. Okay. 
Sorry, you okay. know when something's like, firstly, you're trying to feel a bit of time on the radio because the messages are taking forever to send. Yeah. And then you're like, how do you spell this word? Well, anyway, ah. you've got it now. Understandable. Oh, yeah. Penny. It's from the ultimate betrayal, spelt correctly, you're welcome, of my life is when my friend went and bought Ariana Grande tickets for the Dangerous Woman tour without me. I'm an obsessive fan. Honestly, Ariana is the number one thing in my life. And we were going to go together with her mum to see her in London. And instead, I had to buy a ticket with my mum. And we're going to be sat separately. The show got cancelled anyway, because it was a few days after the Manchester um, attack. But I've never forgiven her for it. And I don't quite trust her the same way since. Oh, wow. Ariana coming between two friends in that, in that situation. What a betrayal. A strong betrayal indeed. Well, thanks very much for those. Um, you've really related to me on a deep level because um, OOB OOB um, got his hair shaved without letting me do it. Now, moving on because it's almost five o'clock and it's almost time for me to go. But before then, we have to do Connect Four. Got distracted by these messages, but it is now Connect Four time. The four words we had this afternoon were stare, inspector, kaleidoscope. That was another word we weren't sure how to spell and healthy. So I'm very interested to see how you managed to get all them in. So let's get going. Mackenzie says, oh, no, we'll start with Rosie. Actually, it was a dark and dingy night, a night full of crime, an undisclosed address in an undisclosed town. An inspector stared through the window of a home as he witnessed a man killing his wife. To get a better view of the action, he took out his binoculars. But oh, no, he actually picked up his child's kaleidoscope when he took the kaleidoscope away from his eyes suddenly the house was empty nobody no action it was like he had dreamt it all he then woke up and found himself in hospital it was a dream after all it turns out he was not very healthy i was dreaming about murder oh i like that i was really drawn into that the plot line was fantastic that could be a film that could be a thriller thank you rosie that was just sublime perfection excellent job i i barely noticed the words being slipped in that's how well you did it excellent connect for entry today thank you very much now we move on to mackenzie who says my mum made me go to a healthy eating class it was at school um but after hours i don't think i have a health issue but she disagrees when she told me i was furious i couldn't help but just stare at her in fury for Christmas, I bought her a kaleidoscope because it's a rubbish gift and that's all she deserves. Anyway, the class opened with an icebreaker activity, a game of Inspector Gadget, and I left afterwards because it was too cringy. Fantastic. A massive, a massive sort of turn in tone from the first message. The first message was like a sort of horror thriller movie. This is much more comical farce, but I like it nonetheless. That's funny. Excellent incorporation of all the four words. Very high standard this week. I have to say, I'm impressed with how you've done it. Very good job, one and all. We also have Eleanor, who's playing Connect Four today. This is her effort. When I was younger, my parents bought me a kaleidoscope as a present. I really wanted chocolate, but they were trying to keep me healthy. Nice. So they didn't want to buy me a food gift. You know what I mean? As I stared through the kaleidoscope, I imagined I was an inspector solving crime. I would run around the house solving crimes and me in the kaleidoscope. Now I want to be an inspector when I'm older, but maybe something more useful. Again, a really excellent one. You have excelled this week, all of you. I'm very proud. Um, perhaps having... Actually, no, no, never mind. I got confused. I thought one of the words was crime, but it actually wasn't. Never mind. Ignore me. Very good. I'm, I'm very pleased. That sounds like it could be a good detective series. Eleanor and the Kaleidoscope going around solving mysteries in a van with a dog. I know that already exists. My mistake. So, oh, I can't pick. Yes, I can. Okay. I'm very happy with all these entries today. My favourite one, the one that wins my respect, is, is Rosen's one, which was the horror story about the murderer who picked up his child's Kaleidoscope by mistake. I'm really feeling that enjoyed it very much but yes a very good game of connect four so thanks so much for getting involved because you always entertain me greatly and that has brought us pretty much to the end of the show so cheers for having us on 
as per usual, we'll have the podcast going up probably on Monday. I think we're on like episode four or five of that now, I think. It's really getting into its stride. I highly recommend downloading that. And there might be some clips as well on the website. And I'll be back next week, Saturday, three o'clock for more radio-based fun, more Connect 4, more 60-second guide, all that. And Mars is on after Ellie Golding and Diplo. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays, 3 till 5. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.